Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. All of you should be watching right now on ESPN, too. Just seeing the highlights of Keyshawn Johnson on Dancing with the Stars with Sharna. I mean, you look good. Like, you know how you always say it looks right? You look right. I look right. I look You look part. right. What was the issue? Did they? What was the breakdown of why uh, you were a one and done? Bill Nye the Science Guy is more athletic. <laughs> Besides the fact ah! that Bill Nye the Science Guy moves better than you. I can't no, be true. No, it's all the social media crap that goes on in our. Oh, you're blaming. That's what you're blaming. You're not. Well, you're not yeah, that, no, other... it it is though, because you get the you you had to have all the people voting and doing all the pushing it and promoting it and you know and so a lot of the people. And not only that, look at the lineup that I was up against. I was up against the death lineup. Okay, if you look at the lineup, I had, I would say, ninety percent of the contestants, maybe even more percentage, ninety-five percent of the contestants, had a dancing background, like Carbon Blue. Like, why am I going up against a dude that dances for a living? It's true. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously. That's not fair. Stack deck. Yeah, you also I lost to Snooky. You lost to Snooky. Well, look, man, relax. Okay, she has a following from that show. So once okay? again, you're you're saying that it was because it was a, a large social media following that just voted you out, or didn't vote enough for you. Maybe that's. What I didn't it have is, enough. Right? I didn't have enough votes. They got more votes than me. What do you like? Come on, Kristen right. and Million. You know who that is, huh? But what? But what did the judges you know who, say? Wait, to hold on. Do you do you know who Kristen Emilian is? No. Okay, she's a she's a, a, a actress, a, a entertainer, okay. singer, dancer. That's mm-hmm. another one. Okay, I could go. Man, uh, God, wait, the girl Valerie eventually... Harper was on this show. Yes. How old was she? Uh, At the time, I don't know. I don't know. She was on the show though. But she has a dancing Bill, background. Bill Engvall. Come on, man. She was like seventy-one. Jack Osborne. This is who. This is everybody had followers except me. I didn't have no social media. Zero. You know, you know, you know Jerry Harper Rice, was a Jerry grandmother. Rice didn't use that excuse. Wow. Oh God. Is that part? Different... See now. Now I'm a little disappointed. Now that I see the list. So this is so that what I want to know what the judges said though. I mean, oh, you're moving all right. I mean, you got real I, low said, at the end there. I'm pretty impressed with the knee. I thought your kneecap would have shot across the dance floor, but you stayed intact. That was impressive. No, they said they said I was fine. They just, you know, you know how it is. And I wasn't showing enough skiing and stuff either. I was going to say, you should have gone shirtless. That <laughs> would have you you really Here's the ironic thing, by the way, guys. He wore a tie and a vest. This is a guy that doesn't believe in wearing a suit on air to talk sports. But we're going to wear a full sports. tie to the neck dancing but that's not that's not sports <laughs> but never mind <laughs> why would you wear why would you wear a suit and tie on a morning radio show no 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 that's like, not my point 
My point is, is that you're so against dressing up, but in this one, you overdressed. Well, they like dressed me. I didn't dress myself. That's what she picked out. My my partner picked my stuff oh, out. Oh, all right, all right. So once again, boy, you really deflect well. So what was your fault in this whole thing? Was there one thing that you just did? <laughs> Point the finger, right? That's this it. Is, it's him, not, the thumb. not me. Never the thumb, always no, the finger. No, not the thumb. <laughs> no. I, the only thing that, that I would say was my fault is I didn't have a social media presence. That's it. You didn't push the social media part I don't enough. have a presence. I don't, you know, I'm not – yeah, tweeting not every 30 seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. What do I look like, Jay Will? Like, War- Warren Sapp came in second when he did it. Jeez. And first of all, it was a different format, too. So if you try, if you better know what you're talking about, Patrick. T.O. made it to the quarterfinals eight years after you. <laughs> Valerie Harper was a grandma, and she beat you. Stop, man. That's rough, man. Stop. <laughs> Anyways. Your clip, by the way, real quick, sorry. Your clip yeah. in that score, you got a 17 out of 30. Bad job. Oh, oh, here are the judges. Let's see. Carrie Ann, a six. She didn't like me. Len, he didn't a like five. Me. Bruno, he hated me. Man, Bruno didn't I like you at all. Bruno, Bruno jumps all over the place. He can't get a smile off his face, and he looked miserable. Hey, the, the- best part about it, though, <laughs> is you remember me. <laughs> that means that I got taken out first. So that's all that matters. If I if I'd have lost yes. in, if I would have been the fourth to get taken out, you wouldn't even remember. You're the you're the number one loser. That's what you were. It was great. If you ain't first, you're last anyway, right? It's Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, ESPN two. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Alan Hahn hanging out with Key. If you need a paint job on your car, when life throws you uh oh, just say better get Mako, go to Mako.com today. We have been talking about something that has a lot of people reacting, and that is the Kyrie Irving to the Lakers situation. The Jeannie Buss tweet that I'm kind of deciphering is that she's torn about this and getting a lot of different input about it and wishes Kobe was here to kind of help her through a decision like this. And Wendy telling us about LeBron maybe using the Kyrie thing as leverage to get what he wants because he is due for an extension come August. And as Key and I have been kicking around, whether or not like the the I don't want to say the perils, but I can't think of a better word right now, of bringing Kyrie in after seeing what happened in Brooklyn. Uh, we have both uh, have different takes on it, and everybody else wants to chime in as well. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So let's continue. Uh, let's see. Who do we go with here? Do you want somebody on your side or on my side? I, I don't care what you pick. I don't need a side. I mean, people have their own feelings about the way you know Kyrie okay. is. And I'll so take somebody on my do, side then. Yeah, you do whatever you want to do. Barry's in Virginia. Barry. Anyway. <clears throat> yes, sir. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, What's Barry. Happening? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Let me ask you one question real quick. If Chad Pennington, when you were playing with him, would have called you and told you that he wasn't going to make the game because his sister's birthday, come on, man, be honest. Tell me what you're going to do. But he didn't make the game because of his sister's birthday. I mean, he didn't miss the game because of his sister's birthday. So, let, so, so what you got to do – is you have to stop listening to individuals shaping it a certain way. He was already taking a leave of absence. He took two weeks off from the he, team he in the middle of the season. He was already doing that, already yes. doing it, and he, he attended his sister's birthday party during that time period. He didn't decide on a Monday that when they're playing, oh, I'm just going to go to my sister's party and I'm not going to play. Instead so don't make it sound right. as if that's what he did because that's not what he did. Right. What Barry's suge- saying is while he was taking this leave, 
him being out partying was in a lot of fans' eyes a bad look because wait, you're away because you're disturbed and and distraught, but now you're out and you know the video. I'm celebrating. You just I'm celebrating. A great time. I'm celebrating my sister Understood. because I want to be around my family mm-hmm. and my family gives me comfort. What well, I, I don't get why. People want to try to make it seem like he decided they played on a Monday and I'm not going to play. Mm. This is not an MIA situation. He was this not wasn't a one day, right? This wasn't no. a I'm not playing tonight because I want to party instead. That's, no. that's right. He was already taking that leave. So of Barry, if Barry, Barry's probably not there right now, but no. he's probably still listening. Go. That's what happened, Barry. Okay. That's just, so when people are out there saying it, they need to really give context to the situation instead of trying to just jump all over Kyrie and bury him. I don't know Kyrie. So I'm not a friend of Kyrie's. I don't have his number in my phone. So I'm not taking up for him. I'm trying to simply explain to people the situation as I know it. Okay. Well, James in North Carolina has an explanation of the situation as you know it. James. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to watch you dudes. And, Key, you know, this morning, you're just making excuses, man. Everybody seemed to make excuses for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving laces them up just like everybody else. You blame Durant because Durant didn't talk to him right. Come on, Key. You better than that. Okay? You better than that, Key. Quit making excuses for Kyrie because you want him at the Lakers to win. <laughs> the Warriors still going to stomp y'all in the ground because Kyrie will be somewhere because he's having some other kind of problems with some other kind of stuff. And you'll be sitting at the Well, you know, we thought that LeBron could talk to him. Quit making excuses, Key. You well, better look, baby, than that. Let, 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 me, let me tell you, first of all, I'm not making excuses. As I said, I don't know the man. And if he comes to the Lakers, then we're going to embrace him. There's no question about it. But at the same time, I'm going to be objective, and I'm going to say what I think and what I know. And I know it as he didn't uh, go to the games because he had personal issues he was dealing with. And if, if you can't get over those personal issues and you don't want to accept that he had personal issues and it affects the way you think about him, there's nothing I can say. I don't think about it that way because I've seen a number of athletes in my day as a player and as not a player need to take time away from the game for whatever issues they may have to recharge their batteries. I'm not oblivious or blind to the fact of an individual seeing something just because he makes millions of dollars and he's seeing, again, people that look like him gunned down and treated wrong in the streets, and he wants to somehow – inject himself in that and because it was affecting him he couldn't he felt like he couldn't do his job on a basketball court he would take that leave of absence to do what he felt he needed to do to help what whoever and whatever I'm okay with that I'm okay even if he was on my team I would be okay with that because I, I don't want a guy on my team that's not in the right state of, uh, of, of mind why would I want that that's gonna affect everything we doing on the court or on the field Understood. But again, I think fans consider this, that your team comes first no matter what. And when your team needs you to oh, win God, games I can't, and you're I can't, not there I, for them, fans are going to hold that against you. That's yeah, just well, reality, fans can man. Hold, fa- fans can hold it against them, but fans got to also be realistic and understand how athletes think and where athletes are at. They're not this shut up and dribble. It's just not like that. Nobody We're not ever doing said that. that. Nobody no, ever said no, shut up no, and dribble. No, you didn't say it. 
But that's what fans be saying, mm. and that's what they think. Well, when, when he – Or else they wouldn't even be having these I'll issues with him. I'll tell you what. I think he's going to be a Laker. I think it's inevitable, and it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out this season, especially with LeBron knowing knowing that LeBron wanted him there. We'll see where it goes. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. So we'll keep going with your calls throughout the show. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Coming up, we get back into the NFL. And we're going to, you know, we play games on this show. Fill in the blank coming up next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Wait until you hear what one of our insiders says about a two-time all-star looking for a Supermax. You guys already have a Supermax. Here I am. Huh? No good? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, we love playing games on this show. It's one of the things I like about hosting this show, Key, is we're all about games. And sometimes it's a game within the game. And to do that, we like to bring in guests to play games with us. We bring in Jeff Darlington to join us right now, our ESPN NFL reporter. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Let's play some games. Let's play Let's some games, you know? Did, did you happen to catch Keyshawn on Dancing with the Stars, though? Did you see that at the top of the hour? We were playing some of that stuff. No, but uh, I'll make sure to go back and take a peek. You have to see. He's a guy that makes fun of all of us, like somebody like you that dresses Natalie every day when you're on Talking Sports, and he makes fun of people like us for actually wearing a button-up shirt <laughs> and whatnot. You have to see right. what he's wearing dancing. He hates it. A little over the top, just saying. Anyways, we That's get right. into – we yeah. get into the game to play today. Fill in the blank, Jeff Darlington. So blank will be the Panthers starter this year at quarterback, of course. Ooh, good start. Good start. I, I'm going to say Baker Mayfield. Uh, and I say it because the influx of excitement and um, I don't know, something about Baker that he brings to the table will make uh, people in Carolina excited. And I feel like, I don't know that I'm saying he's the better quarterback between him and Sam Darnold, uh, but I think that he will flash in a way that will make him 
feel like he's the answer right now. So I'll say Baker. I'll Gee. say Sam Darnold. Yes, Ooh. that is correct. I am a Trojan, and I'm going with a Trojan. I think in the end, Sam Darnold <laughs> That's fair. is going to uh, you know, hold off Baker Mayfield. And I know Baker Mayfield went to the playoffs, and everybody's excited about it. And Sam's had an up-and-down career in the NFL. But this is, this is Sam Darnold's job to lose. And I think Sam steps up and uh, continues to be the starter. Mm. All right, with that in mind then, the Panthers will finish blank in the NFC South. Jeff? Third. I feel like that's an easy one. They're just still not there. I mean, if McCaffrey stays healthy, fine. Maybe they're better, but I still don't think that they're in the Saints and the Bucks uh, category. So I'll say third. Yeah, this is an easy one, just like Jeff said, third. I mean, they're not in the Saints or the Bucks category. Atlanta, that they'll finish fourth, and I think Sam and company will do just fine finishing third. All right, that was an easy one. This one might not be as easy. Yeah. A lot of second-year quarterbacks now after that quarterback draft from two years ago that we're looking at. So who the best year-two quarterback, Jeff Darlington, mm. will be blank? Oof. Okay, I'm, I'm e- easily between uh, Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance, even though Zach Wilson I think will be improved too. I just think those other two guys – but we haven't seen Trey Lance, so that's not even – I'm not – that doesn't count for me. So I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence last year was a total disaster. You can't convince me that he is not still supremely talented. I love Doug Peterson teaching the ways of the NFL properly. So Trevor Lawrence, this feels like it should be a pretty good leap for him. You know, it all depends on what you really – I guess when you talk about who's going to have the, the better year – is it based on statistics? Is mm-hmm. it based on winning? Or is it just based on them getting better? Uh, because if I'm looking at them getting better, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. If it's based on statistics, it could be anybody. But I think like like uh, <laughs> I almost called you Jeremy. Jeff said is that when you have a guy like Doug Peterson who knows how to coach quarterbacks at the NFL level opposed to Urban Meyer – you probably are going to go with Trevor Lawrence in this situation. Trevor Lawrence, and you mentioned Trey yeah. Lance, and you might even brought up Zach Wilson. We haven't heard Mac Jones' name at all, and he did actually lead his team to the playoffs. My goodness. Justin Fields, a lot of names here to think of. Yeah, but it's all not right. going to get that much better. The improvement uh, level is not uh, – so, you know. right. so you're saying he is yeah. where he's at. Well, Just trying to play the game. Who's going to be the best one? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Jeff Darlington plays oh, and fill in the, the bank. You know what? I'm still going with Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be – all right, so better, like, just for the whole year, not necessarily who's going to improve. Oh, but yeah, all right, so that's it. He's in on in on Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. So yeah. let's continue with fill in the blank. The best team in New York, the New York market, meaning the New York, New York City area, even though they don't play in New York, sorry, Buffalo, will be <laughs> blank. Okay. Uh, the Jets uh, – I mean, I, I, I like what Joe Shane will be doing as the GM of the Giants. I think Brian Dable is a good coach, but I still think that they're several years away from being any kind of contender at this point. Um, the Jets, meanwhile, have done a lot to improve. If that young group of receivers can step up and Zach Wilson can continue to ascend, uh, they're, they're clearly going to be the better team in the New York market. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be the Giants. I think the Giants have players that can play the game. they oh, got a really? different coaching staff. They just got to figure out the quarterback situation. Brian Dable is is what we think he is as a head coach, much like he was as an offensive coordinator. 
I, I think the Giants will be better than yeah. the Jets. People were excited about the Jets because of the draft picks. They still got to get on the field and play with no experience, right? The NFL is different than college football. It's totally different than college football. I think we can both uh, we can all agree that the difference will be in how which quarterback plays better, right? I mean, in the end, that's really what's going to matter. Both defenses should be pretty right. good. It's just which quarterback, you know, is is not terrible uh, is where and that's usually what we say in New York. You know, who's just not as bad as the other guy, unfortunately. As we continue with fill in the blank, Jeff Darlington, blank will win the AFC West. The wild, wild West. Uh, I still go Chiefs. Um, right, I'm in the red division. Yeah, I, I still go Chiefs. I, I mean, I, I understand that that's becoming such a competitive division, especially Devontae Adams now and what the Chargers have been doing. But I, I'm still a, to be, beat the champs. You gotta, to be the champs, you got to beat the champs. And the Chiefs are still the champs. Yeah, the Chiefs haven't been the champs in a while, Jeff, but I would say it's going to be the Chargers. I hate to say it. James is going to scream at me and curse me and everything, (laughs) but I think it's the Chargers. I think they got to – this young quarterback has got to take the next step in Justin Herbert. We know what they got in Khalil Mack. We know what they have totally on the defensive side of the ball. The running game is solid. They got the tall trees on the outside at the receiver position, and I'm sure they're not done yet. When they start to look at some of the stuff in training camp, they go pluck a guy here or two. I just think that Brandon Staley has to do a better job mm-hmm. of managing the games. If he does a better job of managing the games, they're going to run away with the division. And I'm not talking about a six-game runaway, but they're going to win the division. And Key is referencing one of our producers, James Steele, our resident Chiefs fan. Uh, okay, fill in the blank. Here's one for you, Jeff Darlington. Gronk will come back in week blank. <laughs> James wanted to say something. You want to say, James? I said, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Oh, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. I'm with you, James. Uh, Gronk will be back. That's a that's a fun question. Probably would require an analysis of their schedule to see when, like, the bye week. I don't know, you know, it's all going to be a matter of injuries and and, and skilled positions. But uh, I, I'll set, I'll set the over under on week six. I think it'll actually be earlier than maybe we're expecting. Because he'll want to get back into into football shape, which he always says doesn't take that long in time for a playoff run. I'll set the over-under on week six for Gronk's return. I don't think he will return. I think he's done. And the reason he'll be done is because Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will not need him. They'll find the red zone targets that they need from the other tight ends, which is pretty good, and Mike Evans. Okay. So they yeah. because of that, they won't need Gronk. And they're going to be like, oh, well, we don't we don't need you now. We're good. The hype around the Bills, Jeff Darlington, is blank. Uh, I'd, I'd say real. I mean, they deserve the the reality that, that is the hype. I mean, I, this is a really great team that will be in the mix for the Super Bowl, what seems like, um, you know, this year and seemingly for the foreseeable future. So for a team that... Uh, has has long struggled. Yeah, I'd say the hype is real right now for the Bills, especially because of Josh Allen. I, I think the hype is real, but I think they're overhyped. Hmm. I, I think it, I think the hype is real. They're they're legit team that'll be in the mix, but I think mm-hmm. it's overhyped because people act like that they just can go walk in and be sixteen and 0, 17 and zero type team and win the Super Bowl. It, it, they're not handing out Lombardi trophies like M and M's. It doesn't work like that. You know, and, and so I, I think they're hyped, but I think they're overhyped a lot. Hmm. Overhyped. 
they are they're one of the most fascinating teams in the AFC, and yet, as you said, they haven't won anything. It, it's so but funny. they're built to win now. It's like, so this funny is, though. It's time. People now. act like people act like Jeff that losing Brian Dable as an offensive play caller who taught this quarterback no, how point. to play isn't that big of a damn deal. I don't understand it. When you if, when you lose something like that, a, it's crazy. Yeah. It, when you, you can't just lose your offensive coordinator. Gee, that's the way I feel about New Orleans. Okay, watch out. People always no. talk about New Orleans like it's like they're going to be Thank just you, fine Jeff. this year. And then I'm like, hey. Sean Payton. Like, yeah, relax. relax. The impact of some hey, of look, coaches. relax. Yeah. New Orleans yeah. will be just fine. <laughs> All right, there right. we go. Last uh, bit. It, only, it only applies to certain teams. Last but not least, because <laughs> we, we're doing two-a-days, and one of the teams we're doing today in our two-a-days is the Chicago Bears. So, Jeff Darlington, the Bears will win blank games this season. Ooh, speaking of, look, they won, what, six games last year? I'll say seven this year. They're, they're one game better this year. Uh, I, I just got to see it to believe it, man. I just, I don't know. I hate to say it. I think they're going to be one game better than last year. I said four games. Ooh. I'm giving them four. Ooh, and that's four, okay. okay. And, you went and a that's lower. okay. You got a new head coach. You have no offensive weapons for a young quarter. I mean, they don't have anything. They out there messing around with Jeff Darlington, Keyshawn yeah. Johnson, and Alan Hahn. Like, come on. <laughs> that's right. I'll take you. Key, I'd, I'd take you still. That I is, wouldn't. That I is, can't help you. That, that is bad news in Chicago. <laughs> Jeff, always good news when we talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. Jeff Darlington, the ESPN NFL reporter. So, on the Bears, what should we expect from Justin Fields this season? We'll get into that more. ESPN Radio's NFL Tool Days. I think realistically, if Fields can not let the burden of winning games affect him this year and try to grow in spite of what could be a very rough year for the Chicago Bears, they'll be set up to actually get to see what he's capable of. But I think this year is going to be a learning year and a trying year for this season. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. See us on ESPN2. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Alan Hahn. Key, hanging out with you today on a Friday. Yes. In the summer. Friday. And we are, what's the date? The 8th. So we're about 10, 11 days right away from when rookies have to start showing up for uh, training camps in the NFL. And then about, about 12 to 15 days away, depending on the team, from actual camps beginning. So we're getting closer and closer key to the NFL season. And in Chicago, there was hope last year when they moved up and they drafted Justin Fields. And it took a minute for them to finally commit to play him. He played at times, uh, played, you know, showed flashes. Then they make all these changes with that organization. Uh, Matt Eberflus takes over as the head coach. He was the defensive coordinator in Indianapolis. Uh, Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, had spent some time, a lot of time actually, in Green Bay last couple of years as the quarterback's coach with Aaron Rodgers. And I kind of laugh, I said to you before the show, quarterback's coach. So was he coaching Aaron Rodgers? He's 34 years old. Or was Aaron Rodgers coaching him? Was he getting, learning a lot from Aaron Rodgers in that situation? But still, he brings that knowledge over to the Bears. Justin Fields now in year two with a roster that hasn't been majorly upgraded. You know, you just said you see them winning only four games this season, Chicago. That's not that's not a great year for a second-year quarterback. Could there be whispers at the end of the year that, okay, four wins means you're going to probably have a top-five pick in a quarterback draft should the Bears be looking for a quarterback if they don't have a good season? 
Well, it's not. It's it's his second year, but it's really his first year with the new he, staff. With the new staff, he didn't play the entire season. He was on a yo-yo with the coaching staff. They bring him in, take him out, blah blah blah. So this is really his first year. He's in a similar situation that that uh, 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 Jalen Hurts was in right. a year ago. And so when you look at that, you have to say to yourself, this team isn't as good as Philadelphia was, but you saw Jalen Hurts take some steps in the right direction, in fact, lead his team to the playoffs. And I think Jalen Hurts saw the opportunity and took it, where Justin Fields has no players around him. I mean, I don't want to dismiss any of those guys, but they don't have the type of players on the roster as a whole that they can compete at the larger level, 2023 is the year. They'll have more cap space. They can go in free agency and, and wild people. They can do some things in the draft. They're a year older on the coaching staff, a year older for Justin Fields. So I'm not even worried about 2022. It's a throwaway year. What do you they win four games, great. As long as he's showing progress that's and it. showing that he's an NFL-caliber quarterback, that's all you really care about. Okay, with that in mind, then, what do you – what? Like, you know quarterbacks well. As a receiver, I'm sure. You look at a quarterback. I, I love when you talk quarterbacks because you, you see things differently. So what do you need to see from Justin Fields this year, four wins or, or whatever, that will convince you, no, no, they got, they got the guy. They, they got their guy. Well, I think you start off by the command of the huddle. What's the command of the huddle? Is he getting his team in and out of plays? Is he getting them in and out of the huddle? Is he learning from the mistakes? When he throws an interception – is he learning from that, and the next time they call that particular play, he goes to the right read. Those are the sort of things that you want to see. And I think when you look at it, he's no different than anybody else that plays the quarterback position in the National Football League that is young. He's no different than Peyton Manning was. He's no different than Dante Culpepper was young and, and many others that came before him. He's only in his second season which is really his first season right. because he didn't play a full slate of games a year ago, and he has an entirely new coaching staff. He doesn't have the nearly the playmakers that they had a year ago on the team, and he doesn't have he, – he just – it's different. It's a so the, different situation for him. So is it fair to say he doesn't have the same pressure on him, maybe that uh, another second-year quarterback like Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson, he does they, not, they, they have picked up a lot of pieces to put around him to make him successful. You don't like they're both second year quarterbacks. Both of them, you know, the year before it was kind of a mess. Uh, they're not on the same level, right? One guy has to perform the other. And Zach, you're saying Justin Fields might not have the same Zach, pressure? Zach has a little more pressure because Zach's staff is still there. Everybody's there and they added pieces, right? I mean, the Chicago Bears, they didn't, they lost their best receiver in Allen Robinson, who's in LA with the Rams now. Mm -hmm. So when you start Khalil Max in L.A. with the Chargers, when you start looking at the roster, the Jets' roster is way better with a coaching staff in their second year. So you would naturally think that the Jets would win more games and be more competitive than the Chicago Bears. What else do you expect from the Chicago Bears on the defensive side, moving on from Khalil Mack? If we get away from Justin Fields for a minute, just looking at the rest of that roster, the head coach is more of a defensive guy, right? Like, can they be competitive in a division that still has Aaron Rodgers and has a, a, a Vikings team that also has changed at, at coach but still has a lot of the same pieces of a team that always felt like they, I don't say underachieved, 
but could have been or should have been a better team. Look, it, it doesn't matter what they got on the defensive side, special teams. They don't have anything. Right. So if they win four games, that's a plus. Uh, uh, Jeff said seven. I'm like, nah, man, they're not going to win one more yeah, game I was than they did a year ago. He said seven. That's, you know, they're not going to win seven. They're a four-win team, and there's nothing wrong with that in a rebuilding year. All we want to do is see the quarterback show progress and get better. If he does that, then they got their quarterback of the future. They can stop talking about we never had a quarterback since Sid Luckman. <laughs> they've had they've had a ton of quarterbacks too. They're, they're like they're like the Browns. I mean, they're really similar to the Browns of the team that just perpetually. Browns quarter, to find b- that believe it or not, the Browns quarterbacks that they had was better than the Chicago's quarterbacks since uh, you know since oh, whenever yeah. history. Think of this. You Tim didn't like Couch, Rex Grossman. Tim Couch was okay. He wasn't like complete failure to a degree. Mm-hmm. He was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't like Rex Grossman. I'm guessing, right? You didn't like that. <laughs> It's it's amazing how some franchises like the Packers can go from one Hall of Famer to another, and yet other and, and others can can go three decades without finding a guy that is you know of the caliber well, some, of some, franchise some, quarterback. Some quarterback. Well, see, let me see. Justin Fields. Who are the Justin Fields? I'm trying to think who they drafted high, other than like Justin Fields. Well, Mitch Everybody that I can think of was Mitch Trubisky was a high draft pick. Yeah, but Mitch Mitch had success. They just I, for, I don't know why they just soured on him so fast. I have no idea. But I, I like Mitch Trubisky. He, again, here's a quarterback who led a team to the playoff twice, but I think it was so much vitriol and hate for him because the way the coaches presented the situation. Yeah. They were trying to use him more as an escape goat to save their own rear ends. Well, that's why that. he got thrown to the Wolves. You, th- you but think I- that's Ryan Pace looked at the draft, saw Fields and the opportunity to move up for him, and and decided like, like this this could give me this could save my job. Like you think that was the decision? What, what, remind me again. Where did Trubisky end up? I know he ended up leaving Buffalo. Where he was he in. He's at the Steelers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, he'll be, be the star. He'll be the starter in Pittsburgh for Mike Tomlin. You think he's going to win there? Well, yeah, I think he'll be fine. You think I they? Do. You, you I, think honestly, they can win? I think they can. I think they can win. I think he's. I think he's going to be fine. I, I just what happens again, and, and I say this all the time, huh? When the noise starts to get loud, people buy into it. Yeah, you're big on that. Because it's the truth. It's like an avalanche. Where well, th- you could see that in Chicago. See, as a Bears fan, if I was a Bears fan, I'd be so frustrated with that fact that you did, you made that move, you bring in Trubisky. He has a little bit of success. Things don't go well, mainly because your roster is not very good, and you make him the scapegoat. He's out. You make a move up to get a quarterback who now has to go through the same thing of a not a good roster. You got to wait even more. He goes to the Steelers, and what if he has success there? You'd be looking like that. You got to you got to blame somebody. Well, that's why he's not. A, he's that's not Ryan Pace in there anymore. All right, that's why they had to make those changes. And we'll see what happens now in Chicago. All right, we got your calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Coming up, though, five five things that Key is looking forward to seeing in the upcoming NFL season, which is creeping closer and closer. We'll get to that next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will. And Max. Jay is the basketball expert on the show, being one of the top point guards that come out of Duke. No question about it. So he sees it different. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Alan Hahn in for Max, hanging out with Key. It's beautiful by Seaport. Oh, you going to go lay out? in New York City. I've been trying to, but clearly it doesn't doesn't take, man. I don't know what I used to get so tan when I was younger. It just doesn't happen anymore. I don't know. Go lay out in a park somewhere in New York. That's really great. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never done that. You ever see that, like, like Central Park or Corona? I, like, they're, they're just laying out, like, just randomly, just laying just out on the grass. I'm like, like oh, God. <laughs> I cringe just, every time I see it. I'm like, there's no way. Where else are you supposed to go, though, if you're in, in No, the I city? get it. It's just it's a different type of, of living. I get you, it. You know over by the seaport where they have um, – there's another pier, and then it's, like, elevated, and they have a lot of Adirondack chairs that you could sit on. Yeah. And sit in the sun. Like one of our security guys, Benny, he loves that's during his break. He goes out there, he sits in the sun, he closes his eyes and, and meditates. And I always <laughs> like, you know, like I don't know if I trust anything <laughs> to close my eyes and meditate in that area, but yeah, that's, it's the that's sun like, that you need though. That's one of the things that it's very like I go to my backyard, I I will not unless somebody else is in the backyard with me, I won't go out there and just close my eyes and lay down. I just won't do it. Because I live in the mountains. And there's all sorts of wildlife. Like I just, just all of a sudden a lion just hanging out next to you. Like, dude, you fall asleep. There's no telling what might happen. So <laughs> I, I can't do it. I just I refuse to. Unless somebody is out there, then I can fall asleep. My my mind and my body just won't allow me to do nope. it by myself. Right. Yeah. You have that your protective instinct, always like wondering what's lurking. Sitting there, wake up, the damn coyote is doing like this, <laughs> just staring at you. <laughs> All right, we got calls at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You know what else we have right now? We put you to work. Some key observations, five things that Keyshawn Johnson is interested in seeing heading into the NFL season. Take it away, Key. 
number one. One for me is Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson without each other. What What is that going to look like? Will Pete Carroll show everybody I can win without Russell Wilson? Look at me. I'm in the same position without him that I was with him. And can Russell Wilson go on to Denver and show that he really didn't need the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll to be Cook Russ? He could do it without them, and he get the Denver Broncos ultimately to where they want to be, which is competing for a Super Bowl title. Number two. Will the Cincinnati Bengals be a one-year wonder? Will they just be a team that was a quick flash in the pan a year ago and everybody got all excited about the young nucleus and Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow's the guy. He wears the chains, and we all excited about him because he got swag, walking through the tunnel, getting ready for a game. Or will they be the Bengals of old? Uh-oh. Hmm. Number three. The Buffalo Bills. We talked about it a minute ago. Are the Bills overhyped? Will they eventually bill it again and be back to the Buffalo Bills, giving way to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots to take back the AFC East? So will Josh Allen continue his assault on the National Football League? Number four. How will Kyler Murray look without DeAndre Hopkins in his first six games? DeAndre Hopkins, of course, is suspended for the first six games. Kyler Murray, big contract talks coming up. He's going to get that money before the start of the season. But how will the Cardinals and Kyler Murray look the first six games? Can they hold it together with his former college teammate in Hollywood Brown along with whatever else they have on the offensive side of the ball? Could he be the long-term solution and answer in Arizona for the Cardinals? Certainly he will be paid as such. But number five. Number five. Of course, it's the New Orleans Saints and Jameis Winston. What will the Saints look like if Jameis Winston all of a sudden starts to struggle? Will he struggle, or will he be back to Jameis of old when he started off 5-2 and two prior to the injury and looking like the quarterback that was drafted number one overall by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of Florida State? Or will we see a guy who was the 30 touchdown, 30 interceptions against, uh, uh, when he was in Tampa Bay before Sean Payton fixed everything? So that is the key Five observations. I think I got them all right. Sean Payton's absence is definitely something to watch there with New Orleans. But I got to go back to a couple of these. First and foremost, the Russell Wilson without Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll without Russell Wilson. I think we kind of know Pete Carroll is going to struggle in Seattle this year, don't you think? I mean, don't you think that's not going to be a good team? I mean, we think he will, but you know how coaches are. All of a sudden, they dig deep in their bag of tricks and come up with something and and, and, you know, the team is fighting and scratching and clawing. Oh, yeah. and well, his energy, so, you yeah, know. I, I marvel at him. I don't know. I got to see it. I don't know what it is. You know, you got to see it. Let me see it. Based on their roster and their makeup and losing Russell Wilson, but they still got guys like Lockett and D.K. Metcalf, and you know they're going to run the football. You know they're going to try to play hard in those defense. So you, you we got to see it. Let's see what it is. Let's see if Drew Locke can actually hit a target because he does have targets to hit. But well, is you it guys- Drew Locke? Is it Drew Locke or is it uh, um, Geno Smith? Geno Smith. Right now, I hear it's Geno Smith. Really? All right. Now, that would be a development as well. Um, and when you guys were talking about – when you and Jeff Darlington were talking about AFC West uh, – not AFC West. You were talking about um, – what teams you were talking about? Yeah, AFC West. You, you didn't mention the Denver Broncos as a team that you think could compete in that division, right? You were, you, well, you I got You were the Chargers – I got them finishing four in the division, but doesn't mean that they won't win nine or ten games. I just got them finishing four because the division is tough. Mm. I got the Chargers, Kansas City. I got the Chargers and Kansas City and the Raiders. 
or I got Kansas City Raiders and the Chargers. That's kind of how I have it. What's up with the hate you have for the Bills, by the way? Like you really, like, I don't have hate for them. I just – I look at it different than a lot of people, though, huh? Okay, I think Brian Dable – I think – yeah, but when you lose an offensive coordinator right. that a quarterback has had since he entered the league and got better, and you now insert somebody who's never called plays, who's never been in that cockpit, it's a different feel. Yes, it may turn out to be better in the end and it starts – but if you lose too many games and you get behind the eight ball, now all of a sudden you're not the number one, number two seed. Now all of a sudden you're the fifth seed. It's just, it's just different. I've never known a quarterback to lose his offensive coordinator at such a young age that helped develop him. And now you got a new guy who's never called plays before, who was just a quarterback coach. Yeah, but and he, you continue to take off and be what you were under the other. I, I don't know a guy. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, look, some things like they've have enough that offense are going to change. Not like they make major changes, but still. No, it's not going to change. But you still, it's it's different in the ear. Bills Mafia is going to be coming for you, man. Coming up, who has most pressure on them new? in the NFC East? Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast.